It's time for a Big Blue Kickoff Live. Nobody can ever tell you that you couldn't do it because you're dead. On Giants.com. You know what I saw? New York Giant Prime. And the Giants mobile app. 17-14 is the final. One touchdown, we are world champions. Believe it, and it will happen. Part of the Giants Podcast Network. Let's go out there like a bunch of crazy dogs. Have some fun. Hello, everybody, and happy Thursday, and welcome to Big Blue Kickoff Live right here on the Giants mobile app and at Giants.com. I am John Schmelk. Jonathan Casillas back with us on this Thursday. Giants getting ready to go over to London to take on the Green Bay Packers. John, how are you, man? It's good to see you. I'm fantastic, bro. Good to see you. Now, you were with us in London in 2016, yes, correct? Yes, sir. Twickenham. Twickenham, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now we're in Tottenham. Tottenham, yeah. We're getting all the hams out of the way. <laughs> Tell me, what is for a player? What's different? And I think... I think the, the travel schedule is exactly the same, right? We did the red eye Thursday and the Friday. It was terrible. All right, so tell me about John, it. John, it was terrible. <laughs> First off, they gave me uh they gave us sleeping pills. Ambien, I don't take sleeping pills. I don't I don't take these. But yeah, I did. Do I. I, mm-hmm. I tried it and I did not go to sleep. It didn't work. And you know when I when we land, we went right to practice. Mm-hmm. Like right to practice. So I was out there like zombie like my first like day. Like I was so messed up from the not sleeping and then trying to figure out how to sleep. Got to get a, some type of nap in before, like, you know, like it was. But, a, but you don't want to sleep too long because then you exactly. get all. Then you dra- stay up all and night. And you mess up your schedule. Yeah, yeah. and then it's all messed up. So that, for me, it, it wasn't good for me personally. <clears throat> and I'm just talking about the travel day, first two days. And then I got used to it. And then by the game time, by the game day, you know, they got the juices flowing. I was ready to go. But it, it's definitely, the, the plane ride is tricky, especially when you're flying so close to the game, you know, because. Thursday is a, is a close travel for that long of a flight and that early of a game. You know, like that's a kind of a weird combination because even though it's it's at 2.30, like, you know, like still at 2.30 over there in London, it's 9.30 here. Well, I was going to ask but you, does, your, body, does right, your body think it's 9.30 right, still? It's kind of, yeah. Okay. Mine did. Okay. I was all messed up <laughs> over there. I was over there running around with chicken. Luckily, by game day, I was fine because there's no like, you don't have a routine. You know, everybody has a routine. Everybody has a routine, away games and home games, right? You know you're going to be in a hotel Saturday night. Like, you, you already know that. You already know your path. You know how traffic flows. You know what you're going to eat. Like, you know, you know, like, you already know. You already know your tickets. When you go overseas to London, your whole routine gets thrown off. There's nothing that you've been doing that could prepare you for the routine out there. You know, but luckily... Look, I was in the bathroom early, and I saw their little rundown, their little schedule. You like those little things? Yeah, they put up there? I like not that there, a lot. Right? Yeah, yeah. Reminding you to do certain things and not do certain things. And look, they they do it on the you know in the pooper. So when you sit down, you, you got to look at it. <laughs> they do. You know? It's true. You got to look it's at right it. Right there. <laughs> they have the weather up there, the commute, all that stuff. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. The one thing, and this is just I guess more of a personal aside. The thing that always gets me. I always looked the wrong way when I looked across the street. I almost got hit by about three cars last time I was in London, I swear to God. And the roads are so narrow. You know, in New York, you could take a couple steps off the road and then there's still room for the cars. No, 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 no. There's no extra room there. So if you look the wrong way, take one step. Be careful. You're going down. (laughs) Be careful. (laughs) New Yorkers will do fine. New Yorkers will do fine because New Yorkers know don't be walking your butt in the street because you'll get hit by a cat. You already know (laughs) that. That's true. But this way, you're looking from the other direction, though. You're not looking left first. You're looking right first. You don't realize how like body memorization mm-hmm. instinct that is. And and I I went to Barbados and Barbados the same way. So on the other side, and that was the first time I ever drove on the other side. The way I reminded myself is left is right, okay. right is left. So whenever I'm making a left turn, which is always a wide turn in the states, yeah. 
my, the left turn's a quick turn. It's a right. It's actually a right turn. So that's how I programmed in my head of where I'm at in the, on the street and how I turn. Because the turns get tricky. No, it does. Especially on bigger streets. <laughs> You're like, hold on, I'm making a left turn. Okay, okay, okay. All right, what am I doing? <laughs> you know, it's, it's kind of weird figuring it out. But you do it for a while, you get a little used to it, but nobody's driving out there. No, no, no. no. Was, I was more talking about crossing the street. Oh, crossing the street, right. Trying right, not to right. get by a car crossing. <laughs> As a Let's pedestrian, keep our fingers crossed. Did you have Did you have any time on Saturday to actually go, go to London? Last time you were there, or no? Uh, yeah, man. It, look, uh, you don't really get that much time. You got you like know. what, like four or five hours on yeah, Saturday, and, something and, like that. And I did. We went. We went to town. You know, we 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 ate. We you know we kind of saw it a little bit. Uh, OC ran into OC out there. I know OC was kind of with the team, and then I don't really know him like that. You know, mm-hmm. we didn't play together, but of course, no of them and stuff like that. But we went out there and have you know get a little good a little a little. A little four or five hour tour over a couple of days of, of London. Not too much, but you're going out there for a game. So who cares about what London really looks like yeah. if you don't get the win, all right? And you did. You guys got the win. <laughs> yeah, Three interceptions in that game, yeah. if I remember right. And my boy Landon Collins, who's back <laughs> in town, had a pick six, and I helped him escort him to the end zone. Yes, you did. Mm-hmm. Okay, do you want to hear a funny story about that game too? You probably don't know the story, but I've told it on the air before. So... When we do the radio games in London, it's different in Tottenham because it was built for radio. So we actually have a booth. But when we're in Twickenham and Wembley, our radio booth is like in the stands, like outside in like the crowd, in like the right behind us. Ooh. Yeah. So here's the other trick. So what do you think happens when you got to use the bathroom? You got to go share the bathroom with like the 80,000 fans. Wow. So we get to the third quarter in that game and Bob Papa goes, Schmelk, I got to take a leak. <laughs> So he runs to the bathroom, two-minute, 10-second commercial breaks. We're sitting there. We're waiting. We're waiting. We're waiting. We're waiting. We're waiting. No Bob. No Bob. No Bob. And the plan was if he doesn't get back in time, all right, John, you step in. You got to do play-by-play until I get back. So like, oh, no problem. I'll do it. (laughs) Throw the mic on. First play is the Landon Collins interception. Oh, wow. So you called it. (laughs) I called it. Oh, yeah. Yes, I I called the one play. It was the interception. So, and then it's Legendary. funny. Legendary. Legendary. Yeah, absolutely. Even now, funnier, last year when Bob had to go down to do one of those halftime ceremonies or something going on, I forget oh, what man. it was. Oh, man. That was funny. Watching yeah, him. He has to run. Sprinting through so, the stadium. It's yeah. amazing. So, I had a suit, too. So, but he only had to leave like 30 seconds. So, I did like two plays. First play I did, another Giants interception. Whoa. <laughs> so, whoa, I've called two plays. Whoa, wait. And it's been two interceptions. I so how many to plays God. are you going to call this game? I don't know. I might have to kneecap Bob. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bob, when we start feeling, you know, like we might be in a little trouble, might be, you know, down by seven or ten points, let, let Smokey call a play or two. <laughs> I know. Something big might it's happen. Funny. We'll it's, see. It's, it's very odd. Um, <laughs> actually, I think it was actually, you know what? If I remember right, I think actually, I think – the Giants got an interception. Then the next play, I think the Giants threw an interception right back. So I think I actually got like. Oh, think, yeah. So you're rubbing off on the other side. Oh, we don't yeah, want that. A little bit. We don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. My my interception juju works both ways. There's absolutely no question about it. All right. Let's talk about the game here, JC. And again, we'll open up the phones. 201-939-4513. It's a different animal now. Yep. Uh, the Giants have not seen an Aaron Rodgers yet this season. Yep. And that makes things a lot more difficult for a defense. Yeah, for sure. I mean, look, the likes of the quarterbacks that we've played elementary compared to Aaron Rodgers. I mean, they're all professional quarterbacks. 
They're all professional the quarterbacks. The only one close in terms of being a veteran is Ryan Tannehill, but the right. skill level is not the same. Right. You know, he's not really that type of guy that's no. going to light it up. No, no. Especially when they can't run the ball, which they didn't run the ball. Not well right? enough. The Giants did a good job. Yep. That game. But like you said, Aaron Rodgers, man, he he's the one that changed the Giants' trajectory for the last, like, six years. <laughs> the last time, well, when I played in 2016, the last time they said the Giants were good in 2016, Aaron Rodgers threw a Hail Mary right before halftime, and the Giants haven't been right since. Yes. Right. And, and by the way, I'll, I mean. And I, I remember that, Schmelk. I remember it. I remember it. I have never beaten Aaron Rodgers. Oh, really? Never. I have nothing against him, but I hate that man. Now, I will, I will say this, too. If not, there were a couple drops in that first half of that game. And then once Dominique Rodgers Camardi went out in that game, everything. That, that's a game you guys could have easily won. You outplayed them in the first half. Definitely did. You Definitely totally outplayed. We were solid. You outplayed him in the first half. It was a lot of Aaron Rodgers, a little bit of Miami boat trip, a little bit of that. All right, let's move on. This year, you were Aaron Rodgers. You weren't like hiding in no, the background. No, of course of that not. Boat, Those you? are the receivers, the divas. <laughs> Come on, man. You know what I was doing to get ready to play in Green Bay? Maybe you were the cameraman. This what I, were you the one that <laughs> the picture was awesome. I might have took that one. <laughs> this is what I did to get ready for Green Bay. This is the last thing we're going to talk about the past. Yeah, yeah. This what I. did. So I would go to my roof in New Jersey, and this is wintertime. This is January. Yeah, it's chilly. So we're we're talking 20, 30 degrees. But I'm looking at the forecast in Green Bay and it says eight, six, two. I'm like, how do I prepare for that? Now I played at Wisconsin and I know two degrees is a lot different than twenty five. Oh, much different. It's a huge difference. You know, just like eighty five is a difference from sixty five. Twenty degrees is a huge difference. So what I did, I went up to my roof with a short sleeve shirt on and I was chilling on my roof. For like an hour now, a day. Like going a ladder to go up to your no, roof? No, 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 no. I got stairs that lead <laughs> up to my roof. I got like, a little rooftop. Put like the ladder but on the side of the house. <laughs> to get to get prepared to play in the cold, you we don't have the weather to do that here. You know, it doesn't really get that cold. And for me, I'm a no-sleeve type of guy. Mm. You know, so mentally I wanted to put myself in an uncomfortable position throughout the week. Like practice. They do stuff at practice to get you ready for the games. Like defense, when you play home, they put the loud speakers on so you can't hear nothing during practice. Same thing. When you, when you you know, if it's a cold game or if it's snowing and it's snowing late in the season, they'll make you practice outside. Oh, and Bill Belichick used to dip yeah. the balls in the water. Right. The they rain, they make it stuff. difficult yeah, yeah. for you. But mm-hmm. there's no way to prepare for a, a place that's 20 degrees colder than what you used to. So that was the way I got prepared. And the way some of my teammates got prepared, they went to Miami. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to forget. That's it. Let's leave it. Leave it alone. Let's leave it alone. Did you Let's, Did you have any motivation to run around shirtless before the game to show nah, how much you like the cold? It was so cold out there, man. <laughs> no, All right, man. I, I won't forget up anymore. Let's, Let's talk about. Let's, Let's talk about ahead. this Green yes, Bay please. team and this New York Boy, Giants fans team. Fans are not going to be happy with us. Look, they're both they're both three and one. One's a surprise. One not so much a surprise. Now, Aaron Rodgers not a surprise that he's playing the way he's playing. Even when he started the way he started, and they lost pretty bad in the first game. Mm-hmm. But this is the thing about these elite quarterbacks: is there is no question about it. Aaron Rodgers is one of the elite quarterbacks in the NFL, if not the most elite quarterback in the NFL. What they do, they they might not start off the year hot. Sometimes we've seen it from Tom Brady in the past. Oh, we've for seen sure. It from Aaron Rodgers in the past, and then they look at the crop that they have and they adjust 
their game to it. And How do I have to play to win with this group? And that's what we're seeing from Aaron Rodgers, and it's a scary thing. And we saw the second half against New England that was much better. Man, listen, it's a scary thing when he's rolling like that and he's comfortable and he's sitting back on a Pat McAfee show, talking to him every Tuesday, <laughs> and he's like just chilling. Like the more chill he is, the more I get nervous. <laughs> you know, and he's super what, chill right now. He seemed pretty irritated after the game still, though. He was unhappy with the fact they turned it over a couple times. He's still a little bit cranky about the wide receivers. Okay, he's a that, little cranky. That's good. I like that. I don't like him when he's chilling. No, he. I, I, a chill I, Aaron Rodgers is scary. That's like John Wick. You know, like he. I don't like it. I don't think it's he's dangerous. in. I don't think he's in full chill out mode yet. Okay. I don't. Okay. Just knock my headphones off. <laughs> On his way, but he 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 has not reached full Rogers Zen. You got to flip that one up. Okay. There you go. Now you got it. Sorry guys, I'm a rookie with this radio stuff. No, but they, the, but John, he was getting into it. He's flailing his arms, yeah, and he basically hit himself in the head. Is what he did. That's exactly what I did. <laughs> I'm getting into it, guys. Yeah, over here. Absolutely. So as a so let's talk about it then. You put put yourself in Tay Crowder's spot and Xavier McKinney's spot where you're trying, and, and wink spot, to be honest with you, where you're trying to play this pre-game, a pre-play, pre-snap, cat and mouse game with this guy that's seen everything, and he, you're trying to make sure he can't diagnose exactly what you're trying to do on defense. What is that like? Well, of course, I feel like every week you got to mix it up. You know, don't, don't go out there and line up in the same stuff you did the week before at, at the same type of down and distance mm. because these quarterbacks, they don't even have to get coached to do that. They're smart enough to do it on their own. But let alone the coaches that's giving you all the analytics and all the numbers for every week that when you line up in this, they line up in that. Like, don't be predictable, all right? Move guys around. We got the young guys back, Ojolari, Thibodeau. They're playing well. They're playing a little better than I thought because coming off an injury is kind of hard to, like, get back to where you were at. And I feel like they're a little bit ahead of what I thought they were going to be. So that's a kudos to them. Hopefully Leo goes this week. Big, big, big Leonard. We'll see. Hopefully he goes this week. That'll be huge for us. And I thought Tay Crowder and Jalen Smith played pretty well last week. Yeah, too, they, I, think they, I think they did. I don't like we gave up a lot of yards on the ground. But, I mean, it was a running team. Yeah, and look, and, Herb, and their running backs averaged less than four yards per carry. This is true. It took them a lot of carries to get but there. But we averaged five yards giving up a, on, on the ground per game this yes, year. That's a problem. You know, but they do all as well. The Green Bay Packers, I think we're about the same, about five, that's five point one. That's probably their biggest weakness right. on both sides of the ball. Is their right, because they can get to the quarterback, which Ooh. I feel like we got to do a better job at. I don't really count last week because Fields is not a typical – drop back, stay in the pocket. He'll kind of give you some because he's trying to make plays. Now, what I'm very fearful for, very, very fearful for, is our depth on the back end. You know, losing those guys, hopefully, look, it's look. I love Landon. Landon is a tremendous ball player. But when you get signed and you expect to play, don't expect him to be on point. You know, like if he's getting, if he's in there a lot of plays, which he might be. We'll see. We'll see. And he might be more of a linebacker than a safety, to be honest with you, JC. Look, I'll take it any way I can get it. I love Landon playing football. Landon Collins playing football is a good thing. You know, and then, look, whenever you come over from anywhere and you get thrown in the fire, that's exactly what it is. You're getting thrown in the fire. There's going to be some calls that people are saying out there. What's that? On the field during the game, that happens. You got to take it in stride. Everybody on this team has to improve. Everybody has to improve, and you have to improve on a daily basis. Come out here and practice and work hard, and that's what I've been hearing. That's what I've been seeing. When I listen to Dayball after the games, 
I'm like, man, I would love to play for Dayball. I mean, I kind of played for him in New England a little bit, but not as the head coach. Yeah, of course. You know, but I would love to play for a guy like that. He looks like he has everybody fired up, ready to go every game. And, and he doesn't day. change. Like, he just seems to be very steady in terms of, like, post as post-game presser, if you just look at his manner and his mannerisms, mm-hmm. you wouldn't know if the team won or lost. Right, right. Which I think is a good thing. Straight shooter. Yeah. Right? Looks like he's an honest person. Mm-hmm. Looks like he kind of has his door open to people. Maybe. And, he, and he seems to really care about the players. Too. I would Look, I, I think I would love playing for him, dude. And I think these guys love playing for him right now, especially 3-1, bro. Come on, baby. Come on, Jersey, New York. We mentioned Rodgers. And I think the amazing thing here, JC, is that the passing game isn't even the strength of the Packers' offense right now. It's yeah. a running game. And, you know, A.J. Dillon, who's a big boy, tough to tackle. And then Aaron Jones, you know, he has – more rushing yards than A.J. Dillon, but about, I think, 50 fewer carries. So, like, he's, you know. He's given us problems in the past, too. He's a good player. He can catch the ball. He's fast. He's quick. Like, that, he's probably right now, in terms of the skill positions, wide receiver, tight end, running back, he's the best player in the Packers. Yeah. He is. I agree. And then the complimentary back is a big 250-pound running six back. six foot 250. There's no better complimentary running backs in the NFL than these two I guys. I agree. Pollard, Zeke are pretty good, but I think these guys are Yeah, because Zeke, I don't think Zeke is as good as A.J. Dillon right now. Okay, fair I enough. Don't, I don't think so. Pollard is good as anybody in the league, for sure, mm-hmm. especially as a slasher and a guy who's going to average a certain amount. He's averaging, what, seven yards? Yeah, something like, crazy. Like something that, insane. Yeah. But these guys right here. And Aaron Jones is in that same area. By perfect <laughs> one-two punch. They're on the field at the same time a lot. That can cause us some problems. Yeah, I think they've had about 15 or 20 snaps of them on the field. On the, the field together. Time. And look, you know, you don't know who's going to get the ball. You don't know how they're going to get the ball. You, you, know? can, you can do that fake fullback dive to the pitch. You, you can, can do, do all so that sort much. of stuff. Yeah. You know, with guys that are two veteran guys that are very experienced. You know, uh, Aaron, look, he's one of the better. I think he's one of the better running backs in this league. He's a proven man. He's a winner. 6.8 yards per carry. He has that's, he has nine fewer carries than A.J. Dillon. He is 126 more yards. Yep. It's crazy. And you see him running down the field a lot. He got some speed. Yeah, 12 catches. And he he just looks, for me, like he looks like a no BS type of guy and just hit hit the hole hard and get as much as you can. He's a lot stronger than I think people think because he doesn't look like a big guy. Mm-hmm. And he's a lot faster than I think people think. What does he weigh? He's uh, 5'9", but 208. That's the thing. If you're 5'9", but you're popping 2'8", that means you're pretty thick. Yeah, and he's explosive, man. Yeah. And these explosive guys, which I said this before, when Tay Crowder hit uh, Derrick Henry, right, everybody went crazy. I watched it. Derrick Henry's airborne. Derrick Henry, both of his feet was in the air. Yep. I don't different. care how big and how hard you run. <laughs> if you get hit and your feet is in the air, you're going to fall over. Right? Fast. Yes. And then I said, usually – when you hit a running back of that caliber, like a Saquon, like a Derrick Henry, guys that played in the league and been hit hard by linebackers, they bounce off those tackles. And we saw that happen. I don't know if it was last week or the week before. It was the Dallas game when he tried to do it to Zeke, and Zeke just rolled right into the red zone. walked right in there, Mm -hmm. which Tay's a great tackler, but he didn't try to tackle. He tried to hit him. We don't need that this week. Tackle these running backs to the ground. Wrap them up. Bring them down to the ground, especially when big boy get in the game. You <laughs> better bring everything you got. By the way, John, tackling, and, and then we'll get to your calls, but this was a very interesting stat that I picked up while I was doing my, uh, doing my research this week. This year, the Green Bay Packers, where's the number? Here it is. They lead the league 
in yards after catch with 628. Number mm. one. So Rodgers has not been throwing the ball down the field as much. It's a lot of shorter stuff run after the catch. So you better put your big boy pants on and tackle this week because yeah. those guys will kill you with yak yards. Yeah, 100%. And look, the Aaron Rodgers, he's a great player for a reason. He's almost unstoppable when he rolls to his right. He's almost unstoppable because he has so many different things that he can do, right? And all of these receivers are taught for years and years and years in this offense that once he starts to scramble, they run a second route off of their first route. And usually it's a deep down the field route. Is, there's a No, there's, a, there's not just – one, there's a deep route. There's like a corner route. There's a shorter oh, route. So they actually have it like there's levels. Out. Yes. Oh, it, you okay. gotta remember years ago. I think they played Dallas in the playoffs when he hit Cook on the sideline with that amazing what throw. What a throw and catch with that, that amazing throw. Oh my gosh, bro, this is planned. They do this when Aaron Rodgers scrambles. They all have their points that they go to. Interesting. And he can throw the ball there. And if there's no defender there, the receiver's gonna catch the ball. They do a tremendous job at that. Probably the best in the game. You could probably compare them to uh, Denver. I'm excuse me, not Denver, Seattle. With when Russ was there, oh yeah, hmm? you know something similar to when the play breaks down, boom, he scrambles. You know that deep ball is going to come once he buying himself more time. That whoever that receiver is is hauling ass to the end zone. This is what they do, and we have to do a good job in what we call on defense plastering. Once he starts to scramble, and then when he scramble, big Dexter Lawrence. I like the little sack there last week. We got to get this guy on the ground, baby. 201-939-4513. we got a few more things to talk about, but let's get to the calls. Open up the phones for you guys to talk to John and I. But as a reminder, first, the Giants' official connected TV streaming app, Giants TV, brings original video content and game highlights on demand and direct to big blue fans. Giants TV is free on Apple TV, Roku, and Amazon Fire TV, not to mention the Giants mobile app. Abdul is out in Minneapolis. He's used to the cold. Abdul, what's going on? Hey guys, yeah, it's getting it's starting to get cold already. It's a little below fifties, believe it or not. But anyway, um, so the uh, the other day I was watching this NFL show on uh, on ESPN. I saw this really interesting um, uh, segment talking about how uh, when, when a quarterback is under center, it makes it so much harder for the defense to to uh, to get ready for the play because it opens up the complete playbook, you know. And when a when a quarterback's in the shotgun. It limits what they can do out of that, and then I, I look back at what Kafka is doing with uh, Daniel Jones, and I've noticed that, that, that he they are running a lot of quarterbacks under center because of the play action yeah. and the RPOs and stuff. And um, have, have you guys noticed that, or is, is am I am I making that up? No, Abdul, you're right. Well. Th- the RPOs come out of shotgun. shotgun the yeah. play action comes out of under center. And the Giants right now, in terms of play action rate, percent of passes that are play action passes are number one in the NFL. Lead the league in okay. play action passes. So, yes, they are doing that. The other interesting thing, I was kind of poking around these numbers too. I do. I watched the same segment you did. That was with um, uh, Marcus Spears, Dan Orlovsky, and yeah. Ryan Clark was exactly. talking about it. It was, it, it, was, yeah. it was a great segment. Yeah. And, and I want to get your take on it too. I kind of poked around. I can kind of sort through the plays and everything. You know the Giants have not run one straight drop back from under center this year. Every pass from under center has been now, – not, now, they're not all run action, right? right, right, right. But they've all had some type of fake, fake to the running That's back on their plays, okay. which I thought was interesting. If you know that, Green Bay knows that. Yes, but it's funny. <laughs> I, it's, I, and, and I actually had a chance to talk to some people about that, and they're like, yeah, you know what, though? 
and I would love to get your take on this too. He goes, whether or not the quarterback shows the ball isn't important, it's what the linemen are doing, and that's kind of what the other people, you know, they're reading the guards. Are the guards dropping back the pass block? Right. Or are they firing off the ball, the run block? So even though it might technically be a play-action pass by showing the ball, if the offensive linemen aren't showing run blocking on that play, it's almost really two different types of things, John. Is that true? Yeah, look, let me tell you something. These old linemen, they're cheaters. They cheat. They go upfield <laughs> on pass plays. They do it all the time. Look, I used to complain to the referees when they used to pass the ball, and they would literally give me a run look, and they were pass pro. It was insane. But we're happy if the, if the Giants are doing that because you're giving the linebackers bad reads. You know, some linemen, they go kind of like horizontally instead of vertically. On those outside you really zone don't runs. even yeah. know exactly what it is. So what do you have to do? You have to expand your vision to who? The quarterback, the mesh point. Daniel Jones, and I said this how many times during the game last week, John? I was like, Daniel Jones, ball handling is amazing, right? I said it so many times. Because when you sell it, and like I said, when the linebackers take their eyes off their first key or even perif, the back. And that first key is usually like the guard, right? Right. You yeah. got to see mm-hmm. the guards. Guard to guard, tackle to guard, however you your triangle is from where you're at on the field uh, as a linebacker. You open your vision up. You have to see the mesh point. Daniel Jones did such a good job at that mesh point, sticking the ball basically in the stomach. It wasn't even the ball. It was his hands. And then allowing his hand to kind of go with the running back, sells it. And I'm talking about a, a slight hesitation in the linebacker, which I don't care what type of player you are. If your responsibility is not the quarterback, you are 100% going to at least hesitate for one Oh, you second. have to. And Daniel Jones capitalized on that multiple times. They got two touchdowns out of it. Dude, they put they put that poor rookie Jaquan Brisker, who's a good who's a yep. good player, by good the plays. way. Yep. He did. Good player. The blender. But there, there were a couple plays where – he got caught because he was the weak side contain on those plays, and needless to say, he can't do it all game because he caught on later. No, in the he game. did. He Absolutely. made a play on and it. In fact, he, in fact, I believe Briscoe was the one that sacked Jones that caused the injury, if I'm not mistaken, see, wasn't see, he? But this is how this yeah. is how the running opens up different things, right? Mm-hmm. Saquon's running the ball well, so you have to honor these play actions, right? And then you start play actioning well, and you start booting well. Now, a lot of boots in that. Whoever first half. is that guy that's supposed to be on the backside, right? Maybe tackling Saquon. No, you have to honor this boot, this fake, or this carried out fake that Daniel Jones is doing. So then, instead of coming down the line, now you're going. You up allow the field. Saquon's cutback cut lane to be there. You see how this thing all works together when you can run the ball. That's what happens when you can run the ball. It opens up the whole entire offense. Does that answer your don't question, you Abdul? Have some guy, don't you always have some guy just hitting the quarterback no matter what? No. Nope. Like, you know, nope. Oh, no, in an no. RPO, on an RPO. Not every okay. defense. Like, there are there are defenses that go out there and have people assigned to quarterback and the mesh point. Then there are some defenses that yeah. go out there and just have them do what they're supposed to do. Like, okay. not so all the defenses, though. I can't say all the defenses do that. Like, sometimes even blitzes don't even do that. Just, like, just go. Now, he asked about RPOs, but you can, <clears throat> at some point, when they're doing the play-action outside zone boot, all that Shanahan, McVeigh stuff that they've yep. made famous, when they're doing that, if the quarterback's a threat to run, you, you will oftentimes take whoever that weak side edge guy is, you're going to send them up the field after the quarterback should. rather than yep. sending them down when, the line. Whenever right? you have a dual threat quarterback, you should. It just doesn't always happen. Right. So you said always, not I've, always. I've, Got it. 
Is Landon Collins on the active 53, or is he a practice squad right now? I believe Dable said today he's practice squad, but remember, you can call up a practice squad day, guy on game day, so he could, wow. he could be eligible to play, again, if he's ready. Who knows how far along he is and where exactly. he's at and everything. How much, and, uh, how much does he weigh? Is he 230 right now? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? They said he had a good workout. So I'm guessing if he had a good workout, he's probably not 230. <laughs> I mean, Landon, Landon's a big boy. He All is. right, guys. I'm going to go. Thank All you. right, no, boss. Thank you, Abdul. Appreciate the call. I'm, I'm telling you, man, you know, he was, he was like, hey, he was like, he, he, he was like half a linebacker when he was playing. Yeah, for sure. He, you know what I mean? He brought it like a linebacker, too. Oh, yeah. And, you know, he had some issues in coverage from time to time. And now, as a little an older guy, coming to the Achilles injury, he probably, you know, everyone loses a step as they go yep. along. You know this. Yep. You know, I'm, he's, and, you know, Wink's been searching for that other guy. They've yep. been moving guys in and out. Is it McFadden? Is it Jalen Smith? He'll probably get a role there, depending on the game. You want a smaller, faster linebacker? Collins could be that second off-ball linebacker in the middle of the field. Yeah, especially the nickel, dime personnel. Exactly. He's done that before. He's definitely played linebacker in that dime uh, package, that nickel package. I mean, we blitzed him every chance we got when, when, when he was here in the Giants. <laughs> he's good before. at it. And he was a great blitzer. And he was also good at playing the ball as well. And he was an underrated guy on the coverage. People would kind of give him crap. But everybody gets crap when your defense is not good, especially the safeties, especially when they're breaking well, plays. And whenever them. a safety gets caught on like a slot receiver, that's generally Yeah, it's not hard. Go and well. he's 220. Exactly. You know, that's a big boy. He's a linebacker playing safety, you know? Yeah, yeah he's not that's Jul- what he is. He's not Julian Love, who's no. a converted cornerback no. going to safety. That's different. Losing Julian Love is huge. That is huge. And we'll see. Maybe he'll be ready to go That's or not. Huge. They said uh, I hope so. Dable did speak today. The plan is I he said the plan's to travel Tyrod. He's making progress. He said Julian Love is making progress. So we'll see. I'm I'm sorry. Do I I don't know the answer to this question. What do you got? Who's the other quarterback we have? Davis Webb. Okay. He is here. Mm-hmm. He's on the practice squad. Yep. Okay, cool. I was I was looking. I'm trying to find it. I'm like, where's the? How many times I actually for the updated roster? Well, I'm like, where's the updated roster? Sometimes the practice squad guys, but he's still on the 53. So that's okay. why he wasn't popping right, up. On but the he can still level. get on 53. Okay, Absolutely. so we do have a third quarterback. In fact, let me let, let yeah. Let me ask you this question from this perspective. And Tim and Charleston, I will get to. I promise. They say Daniel can play, but his mobility is compromised. Let's say he can move, but he can't move like he usually does, right? Especially when it comes to changing direction, pivoting, pushing off, that sort of stuff. At what point do you say, given what a large part of this offense his legs have been, John, that it's not worth putting him out there because that part of his game is limited? Now, Davis Webb isn't exactly captain mobility either here. I'm assuming Tyrod, let's say he's not available, right? Or maybe he is. And then at what point do you say with Daniel... It just doesn't make sense to put him out there this week. Even though we can play, he's just not himself from a mobility perspective. I don't, look, it's a tough bro, question, right? That's a, that's a very tough question because, you know, if Tyrod – look, I, I love Davis Webb, but he's not hes not a starter. He hasn't been a starter. Oh, yeah. If, if Tyrod's good, then right. it, it makes the but decision a little easier. We're, let's go with Tyrod not being okay right. this week. Mm-hmm. you got to play Daniel Jones, bro. Okay. You, you you got to. That's why I you asked know, the question. You you have to. Ty, and look, Tyrod came in. He made a lot of plays. Oh, he's, look, he's a good he, NFL he, quarterback. He threw a ball that was a contested ball that I feel like our receiver. Should have done a better job. Should have did a better job. Could he have caught it? Yes. The percentage is very low with him catching it. But at least it, it would have prevented the interception. Right. And I just feel like, look, some of these receivers, man, some of these guys, I don't, I'm not saying that's why they're not playing, but it might be why. They're not, we're not seeing them a lot. It just looked like they're not really going hard, bro. You got to go hard. Dude, we had, I got a freshman receiver at New Brunswick High School, right? 
The ball was thrown in the air. Our quarterback is not the most accurate quarterback in the world. And he's yelling at the quarterback. I said, bro, do you think he's an accurate quarterback? He said, no. I said, okay, now that you understand that, when that ball is in the air, it's yours. It's not his responsibility no more. It's yours. It's yours. When that ball leaves that quarterback hand, it is not his responsibility no more. It's whoever the intended target is. That's who responsibility it is. To catch it or make sure nobody else catches it on the other team. That's how I always felt about yeah, that. That's fair. Especially when the ball's a catchable ball. If it's way over your head where you really can't do nothing about it, but if it's a catchable ball, that's your ball. That's your ball. The organization said on this play, this is your ball, and it goes up in the air. And I'm talking about those deep, long passes. Not the short, intermediate passes that you can hit, hit you in the head when you, you don't turn around fast enough. I'm talking about the balls that kind of travel in the air for a little bit long. That's yours. You got to go and get it. And we... I don't know if we have a guy that's going to do it on the roster. I thought Slayton was that guy. And I've seen it from him in the past. And we all thought Gowdy was that guy, right. too. I mm-hmm. just don't know, man. And that a lot of things that scare me, that's probably the main thing. Because, look, the Packers have a good secondary, man. Jair Alexander, we'll see if he can play. He missed last week's game with the groin. Um, Eric Stokes, big cornerback out of Georgia, I think, a couple years ago. He's a good player. Uh, Rasul Douglas, who's been in the league for a while. He was with the Eagles for a bit. I'm going to go pass rusher. Rashawn Gary. Dude, he has turned into a New, hell of a player. New Jersey native. Mm-hmm. Bro, he was, oh, man. He's doing some things out there on defense. He's scary. He's a scary player. And by the way, Kenny Clark's pretty damn he, good, too, on the defense. Oh, yeah, for line. sure. But I've watched Rashawn Gary because he's a Jersey guy. So I've watched him through his career, and I feel like now he's figured out exactly who he is. And that, again, I, a lot of things scare me. Look, I'm not a scaredy cat, but things that scare me, that's when you pay attention more. Oh, yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you're saying so, areas of concern. Right, areas of concern. I say scare yes. me like, you know, the running back scares me. Both of the running backs scare me. Aaron Rodgers scare me. And Rashawn Gary is one of those guys that scare me too. We have to account for him. We did a better job last week in protecting our, our, protecting our guy, you know, but still, we still have to get better. And I think the main place we have to get better is on the offensive line. Yeah, and you hope you run the ball well enough that you don't have to do a lot of those third and long straight dropbacks. I went back, by the way, last week, and I mentioned the, the play action with the under sender, but overall last week in the game, the Giants ran seven pass plays that did not include a screen, play action. They only had seven straight dropbacks. You want to know why they, they, the Bears didn't get a lot of pressure? They ran right. seven straight dropbacks. Yeah. And you know what? If you can do that again, if you can run the ball well enough, great. Right. But you know how it goes, John. Eventually, if you get down a couple scores, you get in two-minute situations— can't do that sort of stuff anymore then that's when the onus is going to be on that offensive line to protect yeah 100 percent. and in games like this where the team is very capable of scoring points you played a team last week that the bears offense is they, not good they, it's not good there you go that's that's a <laughs> i'll be kind it's not good, good. kind way to say it <laughs> i don't think i would choose those words but they're you know they're not a team that's you're you're thinking like okay we got to score 30 points today. No. You're thinking like, all right, we can get away with a 14-7 win today. Green Bay, not the same monster. Not the same monster. How many points do the Giants have to score this week to win this game? Minimum 24, At right? Least 20. That was the same number I was thinking, <laughs> 24. You know what? Because our defense is solid. Mm-hmm. Our def- I have, you know, I hopefully love plays because missing that guy back there at safety, you know, putting in somebody else. Look, we're all professionals. Excuse me, they're all professionals. I was a professional. <laughs> they're all professionals, you know, but there's levels, man, and then Love has found himself. 
He found himself in this defense, and you can see by the way he plays. He's leading the team in tackles. You can tell he's out there. He's happy. He's making plays. And he's a football player. He's, he's a football just a player. Good football. And player. you can see him. He's gotten better and mm-hmm. better. And that shows me that he cares. And people that care play good football. And when you miss somebody like that, you literally missing. One of the people that means the most to the organization, not just, oh, the safety's hurt. No, he's a very integral part of this defense. And I hope whoever comes in and fills in for his shoes can at least do some of the job he was doing because I feel like he was having a light out year so far. Hopefully he's back. Let's go to Tim in Charleston. He's up next. Tim, what's going on, man? Tim, going oh, once. There we I'll go. Now we got him. Go ahead, Tim. I'm you sorry. Didn't hear my intro? No, we did All not. Right, I said, do it again. I said, hello, hello, John and Jonathan. It's good to talk to yes. you again. My usual Thursday. By the way, call. I should ask you: Do and, you prefer Jonathan I, or John? John, what do you, what do you prefer? I like Jonathan. You like Jonathan? And it's worked perfect because you're John. Okay, that's Jonathan. perfect. Okay, yeah. just want to make sure I knew. He and, hit it. Tim got it right. Tim got it right. JC is good too, yeah. right? JC is yeah. good. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was going to say John with an H and John without an H, but it was just too many syllables. <laughs> um, Fair enough. So. Anyway, you know, I've, I've been agreeing pretty much with everything you guys have been saying. Okay, so i got a couple of things I want to touch on. Like, just when you just said how many points the Giants have to score, before you said anything, I said 24 too. Mm-hmm. Exactly my thoughts. But when you were talking in the beginning about the travel, I used to travel a lot on business, and I'd be out in the West Coast, um, and I hate red eyes. Yeah. I can when, – when I'm on a plane – as soon as that plane starts backing away from the gate and starts vibrating, I fall asleep. I wake up at 15, 20,000 feet, and I sleep for 50 to 75% of every flight unless you put me on a red eye because it's, it's quiet, they dim the cabin, and I can't friggin' sleep. I'm from Brooklyn. I'm used to noise. I want noise, chaos, babies crying, people talking, you know, the car coming by and hitting my foot. That's when I sleep. You make it quiet, and I can't tell. And I'm always useless the next day. The one time I went to England, to London, which was I went over for a weekend to see a, con- a band, and I saw nothing of England except the band pretty much. But I, but I flew out in the, it, like midday, got there, or, or late morning, and I got there and went straight to the venue, and, and it was not a big deal. When I fly in the daytime and I go east, it's okay. So that being said, I, I kind of disagree with their 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 doing the red eye thing. I think they should have cut Thursday short. The Packers are doing and, it too, by the way. Tim. It's earlier. not just the Giants. The Packers are doing the same thing. Yeah, I don't know. It's just my personal feeling. But anyway, and but last so the week the Saints is, went out on Monday. Yeah, I think that's the, the way to week. go too. But they lost, right? So <laughs> yes, yeah. <maybe> not. <laughs> so, Double doink. <laughs> but like Jonathan said, you know, you want you want to keep as much of your routine intact as possible. So going out early disrupts that from the very beginning. But the other things is I would love to see Leo get back, uh, even if it's just for 15, 20 snaps and uh, for the morale boost. And I hope Collins clears the protocol. I mean, I'm not, not Collins. I uh, love, um, yeah. uh, you know, Landon Collins. I'm glad we got him back. And I think he'll contribute. But I think this week it might be asking for a lot. Yeah. Um, and the one other thing that I agree with Jonathan 100% on is, you know, if, if Tyrod can't go, unless Jones can't take the ball from under center and backpedal and do those play actions, I'd say he's got to start. Now, I've had a couple of bad ankle sprains, and moving backwards is harder than moving forwards. It just puts more stress on the joint. 
uh, in my opinion. I'm no doctor, obviously. But so, you know, but if he can do that and he's mobile and all the reports yesterday sounded like he was, I'm, I'm somewhat optimistic. But I'm going to say something I said last week. Again, we still have zero interceptions. And we need to have more turnovers by plus one or plus two this week. And the only way we're going to do that is to get interceptions. So optimistically, I'm going to say Xavier McKinney gets his first interception of the year. And if Love gets in the game, he gets another one. And let's, because, you know, we know Aaron's Two the gunslinger. Two picks Aaron Rodgers. He's not throwing the Whoa. ball as much. But. He's got three this year. Whoa. He's got three. And Two the Packers have seven giveaways this year. Which Look, is I hope. The I got my so. fingers crossed, man. I never beat that dude, man. I wish the Giants can beat him, please. You know, I, so this is a, I'm just glad we're not playing them in, in Wisconsin. You know, this is a neutral field. There are going to be a lot of Giants fans in the crowd. I started watching that Irish uh, NFL uh, podcast that you had yeah. last night, but it was late. I saved the rest to listen to after the this show. This show today. So right, thanks, take- guys. Great for day talking to you again. I'll I'll listen to the rest of the show off the air. Obviously, appreciate it. And by the way, for the he's talking about on the Giant Total podcast, I talked to a couple guys that do a, an Irish NFL show. They all live in the UK, yeah. and they're big. They're big football fans. One's a big Giants fan, so I did like an hour with them on the Giants Huddle podcast. Go check it out. Nice. Giants, the only team without an interception this year. Oh, man. Only team. That's not good. A bunch have won. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight teams have won, including some, some good teams. Yeah. Giants, only team with none. But the Giants, and it's kind of made up for that, lead the league in takeaways via fumble with six. Yeah. Six yeah. fumble recoveries, which lead the league. We're opportunistic group. You know, look, these guys, they're not – I feel like the roster-wise, defensively, is not the best player for player. But, man, look, when they're playing hard, they play hard, man. They get after the quarterback when they want to. They stop the run when they want to. Not all the time. Not all the time. They're not consistent. They make some mistakes. But they're opportunistic defense. We just need that ball in our hands, man. Yeah, I'm trying to think, John. And this is why I had that weird look on my face. And Pearson, you tell me if I'm forgetting anything, too. Have the Giants dropped a pick this year? I don't really feel like a ball has hit any of the de- – I don't think the defensive backs have gotten two hands on a ball yet, have they? I don't remember one. I'm trying to think, but I yeah, don't I remember one. Was our closest the Moreau one? Fabian Moreau this yeah. week when he came this over on the week. on the sideline? Maybe, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't – Well, I don't think there's been one. We gotta tweet get, at us if I'm wrong. We got to get hands on balls, man. Yeah. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Luckily, we're on the internet. 201-939-4513. 201-939-4513. We do have a couple open lines, folks, if you want to get in here and talk some Giants football with us. And, yes, we are adults, I promise. 201-939-4513. Uh, I don't think – have you talked to Charlie in Portland, Maine yet? Mm-mm. If you did, you'd remember. Charlie, what's going on, man? How are you? Hey, guys. Hey, JT. What's going welcome on? To, welcome to the fam. Uh, Lee, and uh, thank God we won't have to hear any more about special teams from Jeff. Whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, JC made his living on special whoa, teams whoa. now. I talk a lot about special teams. I was doing I it all during the game. See, now, look, look, we were we were cool when we first started off, but I don't know, man. Off to a bad start, Charlie. Yeah, bro. The, I love special teams, bro. I went to Thomas Morstead's wedding, bro. You now, know what I'm saying? Now, Charlie, what you should have said is no more talk about kicking. There you go. Then that yeah, would have been okay. Yeah, kicking. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, look, I, 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 I'm I'm hoping Daniel doesn't play 
because I would like to see either Webb or DNT actually play a whole game in this scheme, in this offense, and see if we can throw for more than 71 yards. Hmm. I mean, I'd like to see another quarterback, and I think Webb really knows the system. I think Taylor has a better uh, grasp of who's open, where to go with the ball, quicker response, quicker, you know, he processes information quicker than Daniel. Charles, like do you really think game. the problem with the passing game right now is Daniel Jones? Do you do you really yeah, think I, that's the that's the key part of the problem here? I mean, like, seriously, he's he's like yeah. the one guy I for did. like keeping the passing game together. Charlie, have you looked at the receivers in right. the offensive the line, dude? Like I know, but you don't have to look. I know our wide receivers are, but what do you expect? All the wide receivers we have have a history of being injured all the time. Okay, so well that's fine, but they're not out there. By the say, but they're guys that are. We're talking about the guys that are playing on. In, on, on the field. I mean, Charlie, I think the guys that way. are healthy that are playing. Last year, the Giants wide receiving group wasn't that good, right? They were injured all year and it was right. a problem, correct? David yeah. Sills still couldn't, like, get on. And there's nothing against David Sills. He's a good, good, good player, good NFL oh, receiver. But, I mean, he's led the receivers in snaps last week. I mean, yep. it, 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 it is what it is. And I know, but you also have running backs, you also have tight ends. So you got to utilize them in the passing game, oh, and, and a lot. Bellinger has been getting a lot of passes going yep. his way. Yep. Have you seen Bellinger go down the seam yet? <laughs> That's what you want to see. You want to see tight ends go down the seam? I'm gonna tell him. I'm gonna go over yeah. there to, to the field and tell him. Right well, now. here's the problem, though, Charlie. When you're running so much play action with your passing game, it's, it's hard if, if he's doing a run action on these these play actions. You can't really get down the seam if you're doing a run action. And you got to protect this quarterback too, man. Our O line hasn't been doing the best of jobs of that lately. You know. So look, yeah, well, look, I, I look, I hear you. I hear you. Some of us, yeah, yeah. some of us, and I say some of us because I'm a fan. You know, I stopped playing a few years ago. I'm a big fan of football in general. And I'm a fan of the Giants. And I'm a, I'm a fan of Daniel Jones. You know why I'm a fan of Daniel Jones? Because it is so hard to play quarterback in New York. It is so hard. The reason why Eli, hard for Eli. Well, no, Eli, whoa, were whoa. first. Listen, listen. When I was younger, <laughs> Coughlin and Eli was on a hot seat every year, Dude, bro. Go back to at, when 2007 I was younger, bro. when the Giants won the Super Bowl, Charlie. You remember They're this. They're on a hot seat. Week 10. Darren Sharper intercepted Eli Manning around 13 times. <laughs> he had one of the worst games you'll ever see Calling against for the their Vikings heads. in a Week 10, and they wanted to fire everybody and draft a new quarterback. He, I see a resilient person. I see somebody who can go through adversity and get up there and go ahead and make a play again. I see that from Daniel Jones. Yes, he has a lot of areas that he needs to improve in, but playing quarterback is not always about throwing the football down the field. There's a lot of other things that I feel like Daniel Jones possesses that gives him the potential to be a great quarterback and a great leader for this team. And I feel like he's already doing that. We just don't have the guys around him. There is nobody on this roster that's going to make you say, wow, besides 26. Look, and look, look we have Jones, players that do, that can do that. The they way, just haven't done it yet. Eighty nine can, but right. he's not healthy. Right? They haven't done it yet. Yeah. He can run. He can run. He can run. But if you want a running back, make him a running back. I want a quarterback who can actually pass the ball <laughs> and has more than seventy one yards, one hundred seventy two yards, and one hundred eighty four yards. I want a quarterback. Yeah, but Charlie, here's the thing: isn't one hundred percent. He should not play because his best asset is his oh, leg. Oh no, and that's fine. 
and, you know? I, I low-key right? agree. I, I low-key agree, too. So do I, I do. And that's agree. fine. Charlie, yep. that, that point's solid. Yep. I, I, don't, I don't disagree with that necessarily. But, Charlie, you understand, like, Jones's production, you know, even if you take out what's going on around him with the players, right? This is the game plan. Like, right. this it's, is yeah. what the coaches want right. it to look like right now because of what the offensive right. roster looks like. And, great great move by the coaches. And if you have to look back, trust me, you don't think Mike Kafka, who came from Kansas City, and Brian Dable, who came from right. Buffalo, want to throw the ball 45 times a game? Of course they do. <clears throat> they wish they could be airing this thing out all over the field. But they know if they tried to play that way with this they roster. They know they don't have the quarterback to do it. That's why. Well, we it's not, won't, we won't let me, let me have a quarterback. About, Charlie, <laughs> it's not. But here's the thing, Charlie, it's not, it's not the quarterback is no, why they I'm can't do it. it's not just him, but it's him too. But let me say something about Rodgers. Okay. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers had his four preseason games. They're done now. Fourth. Right. Okay. Oh. This okay. Is, I, I see what you're is, saying. I got you. Yeah. So this is the game that he's going to get on point. And Monroe, we don't know if he's got an ankle injury. We don't even know if he's going to play. Or if he is, he's going to be okay. hurt. Right. Mm-hmm. So who James is that? Who's our second? It. Who's our second cornerback? Flot is out. He's injured. Uh, Robinson's definitely out. He's on IR. Let me see that depth chart, uh, John. I want to make sure I give the right name here. Yeah, <laughs> Rogers is going to have a field day. He, Rogers is going to have a field day. He, he finds the weakest link, and just like he did in 2016, he'll find the weakest link, which is the two or three weakest links now in our secondary. You can uh, only have gonna, one weakest link, bro. Come on. You can, you can have two weak <laughs> links, but only one weakest link. But anyway, <laughs> it, the score is going to be in the 30s. The Packers are going to score 31 points to 35 points. We're oh. going to score about probably 17. Oh. That's my score. Justin Lane and, and Nick McLeod are the two guys on the active roster. They're more special teams guys at corner. Charlie, thanks for the call, by the way. And by the way, he, he is actually a Giants fan. You wouldn't know by the call, right. but he is. He's definitely not a fan of Daniel Jones. No, no, he is. That is absolutely <laughs> true. Uh, he is look, not. Look, bro, look. This is what you got to do. Whatever you Get the guys that's out there. You got to just cheer for the guys that's out there. And Zion Gilbert, by the way, is another corner they could call from the practice. You can't line. hope for us to have another quarterback. Like we're not gonna get another quarterback. Like we got Daniel Jones, we got Tyrod Taylor, who got knocked out the game last week, and we got practice. Uh, Danny Davis Webb in the practice squad. We're not getting nobody else. That's Ain't it. nobody else coming. If Daniel Jones, excuse me, if Tyrod Taylor cannot play this week, Davis Webb will be our backup, or he'd possibly be our starter. Or if Daniel can't make it to the Ain't game. Ain't nobody else involved in that, no, in that situation. Nobody's flying out to London unless they put land in that quarterback, which I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> no, <they're> probably not. <laughs> no, look, you're right. I mean, quarterbacks and John, you know this. I mean, you know this. Quarterbacks' production and their ability to be successful is molded by what's going on around them. Yep. And give Kafka and Dable credit. 100%. They're showing their flexibility. Like yep. I said, they want to throw the ball. They want to spread it out. They want to make big plays, the, but they know if they try to do that too much, to your point, you're going to get the quarterback killed. Yep, yep. They're showing the ability to adjust. Maybe they had an idea of what they were going to do with Daniel Jones in the beginning because the offense that we saw last week doesn't look like the offense in the beginning of the, of the year. No. Of course not. With the stats, I, I ended up – and that's what you have to do. We know somebody who Debo coached for that used to do that. He did – what was that game against Buffalo when he threw the ball, was it four times, three times? And he ran the ball like 70 times? When, when Belichick, Belichick was facing yeah. the Bills in right. the bad weather like, game. Yep. You have to like get out of your own little ego or habit. I'm talking about coaches. Coach the guys per the game that they're playing this week. Of course, you learn from the past, but you coach the guys for this game. Mm-hmm. 
And if that varies from the last game, so be it. This is a different team. And if Dayball continues to do that, the Giants will continue to have success. And the game plan to beat the Bears isn't necessarily the same game plan it to beat the Packers. Be. It cannot be. Exactly. The rosters are totally different, especially at that quarterback position. We're going to have our hands full over in London. It's going to be an early morning for us. Hopefully we get the win so it would be a nice and good long day of watching other people win and lose throughout the day well, on dude, Sunday. I'm telling you, I, I've – Tried to find out. No one has an answer for me. I hope they have live TV on that flight back. Right. I can get on that plane and just watch right, the watch. afternoon games. Yep. Mm-hmm. I am hoping. What? You going tonight? Yeah, I'm going tonight. Okay. On the plane. Safe travels, brother. Safe Thank travels. you. I appreciate that. Let me ask you this. We know how good Rodgers is, but we also know the wide receiver core, as we mentioned, is not what it was, right? Yep. You still have Randall Cobb, but he's well over 30 at this point. Uh, Alan Lazard is fine. You know, yep. Romeo Dubs and Christian Watson are two rookies. Dubs look good? No. Dubs, yeah, the Dubs has looked pretty good, 100%. Uh-huh. And I think it, I think you're right. I think it is Dubs. Um, can you risk, in order to focus on stopping Jones and Dylan, playing some more man-to-man, even with an exper- inexperienced cornerback core? Or does that make it too easy for Rodgers then? No. Like, I always say this. I say this probably every week. You got to mix it up. You yeah. Know? Like, whatever you're used to doing, throw in a little mix there. Of course, run your strengths. You know, like – you because ha- everybody does a scout, they scout the other team, right? But what you have to do, you have to self scout, and as a team, you got to look at it and be like, all right, what works for us, what doesn't work for us, what do we do on third downs on third and short? Do we run all man to man? Then throw a curveball in there, throw something else in there where you look exactly like you're supposed to look, and Aaron Rodgers know what defense you're supposed to be in, and you throw something else at him. Mess up your tendencies. Now, with a quarterback like this, right? When we played, when I played in the Super Bowl uh, um, back in 2010, Drew Brees versus Peyton Manning. The whole time we were talking, we have to steal a possession from him. We have to steal a possession. from And by Peyton the way, if there was that no, John was on that Saints team. By and, the way, and we kicked the onside, and I was the one, one that recovered the onside. Oh, were kick. you really? I didn't remember that. Oh yeah, oh, yeah nice. Yeah, go ahead and watch that video. You see I'm, me I'm gonna go ahead and throw my body in there at the end, <laughs> but. You have to steal a possession, whether that's an interception, maybe a fake punt. Our special teams has not been good for us this year. We're giving up like 16 yards per punt return. The coverage teams have not been the great. Cover- right, the yes. coverage teams, mm-hmm. right. And and a lot of little silly mistakes and penalties, like a lot of those, man. And we need to tighten up. I just saw the special teams coach. I said, man, if look, if my Achilles wasn't hurt, I'll come run down and kick off for you, bro. How's it feeling, by the way? You Probably doing okay? Not. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Doctor said I'm good. Like, you know, I'm ahead of schedule. I don't have to probably do nine months. I'm probably more to five to six months. Ooh, okay. That's good. Yeah, so I've been walking around, feeling good, looking good. I can tell you're walking a little <laughs> bit faster than you were a, a couple little bit. Ago, yeah. I'm a little sore today. I do do rehab three days a week. I'll be a little sore after rehab, but I'm doing better. Good. Final it's like the Giants. <laughs> Final call of the show is Len in Columbia, Maryland. Len, how are you, buddy? Good to hear from you. Yeah, yeah. Hey, guys. How you doing? We're great. Uh, hey, Jonathan. Uh Usually I'm the warm-up act for Charlie, and uh, now now I now I gotta follow Charlie. You're the I got a tough now. act. I got a tough act. Len, to follow. No, Lenny, all, all, always easy to follow Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> the bar has been lowered. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, got a couple of things for you. Yeah. Um, I'm glad we're playing the Packers early in this next four-game set. Um, you know, it's the, when you think about the travel. Um, yeah, we got to come back. Got a tough team to play in the Ravens. Make a trip to Jacksonville. Make a trip to Seattle. 
so I'm, I'm glad we're playing the Packers at the front end here, and uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the game. Um, you know, I'm going to differ a little bit with I think has has been the tenor of the of of the program so far. Um, if the doctors clear Daniel, you play Daniel. He's the best quarterback on the team. That's what John I said. I mean, you you play your best players. If the doctor clears him, they're ready to play, and you put him out there. Huh? I'm I'm not I'm not holding anybody back that the doctor clears. Uh, just get him out there and let him play. And look. Let, let's give these guys a game plan that we can win with, hold them accountable, expect them to play hard, and go over to London and win this game. Uh, you know, I, I know I'm making it easier than it's probably going to be, yep. but, um, you know, that's, that's what you do with professionals. You, you, you know, you give them a road, you give, you give them the game plan, you expect the them to perform, and, and you hold them accountable for their performance, and... And you expect to win this game. Expect to win this game. Hey, I want to say something about Landon. Um, uh, yeah, I'm kind of glad he's back. Uh, I know he's at the back end of the career. But, look, there's one thing you could never take away from Landon Collins. He will get people on the ground. Mm-hmm. Good tackler. The man. Yeah, tremendous. <laughs> and, 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 and he arrives angry, Jonathan. Yeah. <laughs> look, the, when we were up in Green Bay last uh, last year, <laughs> Six years ago, <laughs> close 2016, <laughs> he hit this running back so hard. Oh, I was yeah. running over to hit him oh, yeah. and landing like blur, pow! And I was yeah. like, Oh my goodness! Like, yeah, I had yeah. to pause. It was such a <laughs> yeah. hard, it was such a hard hit. Yeah. And Landon yeah. can do that. Landon oh, yeah. needs to do that here. And we'll love him like we loved him a few years ago when he used to play for you, us. You know, you know, he came down he, he came down here to Washington. And, of course, I'm in that TV market. So, I got to see him play a lot of games for the Redskins. And, yeah, he has his faults. But the one thing, <laughs> the one thing you can always count on, yep. the man will bring it. Yeah, he will. And, Ty Montgomery, um, is that I think I think, um, I think Wink likes that. I think Wink likes that. And, I'm look. I don't know if he's going to get on the field on Sunday, but I'm looking. I'm looking forward to seeing Landon Collins on the field for us. I think he's. Uh, I think he can make a couple of plays, but you know, particularly in the run game. Particularly in the run game. All right. Look. Here's what we got to do: run the ball, stop the run. Coaching staff make those adjustments when necessary, and let's go to London and beat the Green Bay Packers. Thank hey, you, John. Have, have a great trip. Oh, I appreciate that, Len. Thank you. We'll be safe. All right. Was it Aaron Ripkowski? That sounds about right. Yep. That sounds <laughs> I was about right. trying to find the guy. Yeah. I think Aaron. I see A. Ripkowski. I think Tremendous it was Aaron. hit. Like, like, I was like, whoa. Bro. Was it on like a fullback dive or was it on no, like a it catch? No, it was on the sideline. It was, I oh, think it was a catch. Uh, and I'm running and landing. I don't, I don't see Landon. I just hear him. <laughs> man. But Landon's like that, man. Landon's like that. Landon, welcome back to New York, to Jersey. You know, you, had a, you have a great career. You started it off on fire here in New York. Let's bring that fire back, Landon. Let's bring that fire back to this locker room, please. We need it. And I'll throw one other number out there for you. The Packers' defense um, is excellent. Number. Listen to this number. How about this? On third downs of greater than six yards, the Packers are holding opponents to a 4% conversion rate. Oh, wow. So oh, wow. You, that's, right. I mean, look, third and long, you want to be good, but 4% is still, like, off the charts. Yeah, that's insane. Good. That's insane. So let's just stay out of third and long. Third, exactly. Stay I mean, out of third and long. as Len said, fine. run the ball well early. 
<laughs> right? And here's the one good thing. If you look at all their defensive metrics, look at some of the splits, their first down defense is like low, like bottom 20% in the league. Well, I mean, they're giving up five yards of carry. And that's why. And they're, most people run the ball on first down, mm-hmm. usually. So let's give the ball to Saquon every first down. Be in 10. Give it to Saquon every time. And, and, and final question. And I know you said mix it up, so you have to do some of it. But do you have to be careful doing too much blitz stuff? Against Aaron because he's oh, gonna yes. roast and toast you on that, right? I mean, when you blitz and you got like single coverage, well, that's what I'm if saying. there's some fire zones, you got linebackers running with receivers. Look, definitely throw them in, but please be careful when you do this. <laughs> like when you send that blitz, look, and I used to yell at Spags all the time when I was here because he oh, used to Spags. take me out on third down sometimes, and I felt like one of my strengths was blitzing. Right? The reason why because the feet. Your feet work is the most important thing. If you take a false step and you're unblocked, you're not sacking Aaron Rodgers. If you take the right steps, you're giving yourself a chance. And you still might not get there, but and you, you get a shot. you still might not get it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So a lot of DBs that blitz, not all the time, their feet don't be right. They might be a little higher than they're supposed to. You know who was a tremendous blitzer for the New York Giants? Landon Collins. Was, yeah. So, and blitzing don't have you thinking too much either. So, if Landon does play, hopefully he can blitz because he's a very successful blitzer and he'll definitely help us out. Yeah, and, and, and just to your point, Jonathan, before we say goodbye here, and again, thanks for being with us, everybody. You know, we talked about when the, when the Giants played Cooper Rush, right, about how quickly he got rid of the ball. Well, Aaron Rodgers, fourth quickest average time to throw in the league, 2.48 seconds. Man. It's hard to get to the quarterback in under two and a half seconds. And then combine that with how fast his arm motion is of throwing his throwing motion. <laughs> Let me give you this real quick. 2012, opening uh, after uh, Green Bay won the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. New Orleans traveled down there. We opened up down there in Green Bay, right? We got our butts kicked, but Randall Cobb's rookie year. Mm-hmm. Greg Jennings ran an out route right in front of me on the sideline, like right in front of me. Aaron Rodgers threw the ball before he even started to break, right? That's crazy. The ball came out so fast. Schmelke, I went like this. Y'all can't see, but I went like this. Ah! <laughs> I was on the sideline and I ducked. Like, you thought the put ball was my gonna, hands up. You thought the ball was coming at you. It, 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 oh, the funny. velocity, the arm, like the way he whips it. Like he don't even whip his arm. He just like, the ball just comes out. And when you're playing defense, like a cover two or one of these defenses where you are zoned and you have man, uh, excuse me, quarterback eyes, mm-hmm. zone eyes, what yeah, do you yeah. call it? Zone eyes, and you're watching the quarterback, you don't even have time to react before that ball's coming to where it's supposed to go to. Like, it's it's insane. That's why he's one of the greatest, you know, in the game right now, one of the greatest of all time. Combine that with his overall arm talent, combine that with his overall abilities, his intangibles. We're going to have our hands free with Aaron Rodgers. I mean, hands full, sorry. Hands full with Aaron Rodgers. He's an elite quarterback, and we haven't seen one of them yet. He scares me, like I said before. The Giants should be scared. Scared is not bad. Scared is making, making sure you prepare the right way, which they need to, because if not, Aaron Rodgers would tear us apart. All right. Well, do you remember the final <laughs> score? By the way, that was week one, 2011. Do you remember what the final score of that game was? I don't. Do you remember if you won or lost? I never beat Green Bay, bro. Oh, that's right. You told me. You never beat, <laughs> duh. Sorry. Yeah, so Hell. you guys lost 42-34 in that game. 
Do you remember if you had any significant plays? Who me? Yeah. Oh, uh, I don't know. Did I? I have you down for you a. Got? I have you down for a sack in that game. For a sack? Yeah, you know I get. So Aaron you, so you, so you got Rodgers. You know what I'm saying? I'm so you got Rodgers. The there you go. See, you got Rodgers. I, I have a sack for an eight-yard loss in go. that game. My memory. Look, let me tell you something. My memory is horrible, John. <laughs> it is so bad. It is so bad. Like people, we like I forget names and like they're my friends. I'm like, what's his, oh what is God. his name? What is his name? Tom Brady. Oh, Tom Brady. Like, bro, how do you forget Tom Brady, bro? That's me. My memory's shot. So please, fans, please bear with me sometimes when I can't remember certain things. Jonathan, do you want to laugh? Do you, do you really want to laugh? Schmelk's over here on the computer. He's over there. Oh, no. Boo, 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 boo. Pierce, do me a favor. Bring up the prod thing for me. Uh-oh. So we, when Jeff Fiegels was here, had a game. Because Jeff Fiegels, much like you, had a terrible, and when I say terrible, I mean terrible memory. He played in the league for like 20 years, right? So we played a game, and I got to find it. Here we go. Here it is. And we played a game, and it was called, Did You Play With Jeff Fiegels? Because he could not remember the names of his teammates. So I went back, and I would pick out names from his rosters and say, well, Jeff, did you play with this guy? And he had to name the position. And we had a whole bit. This is the bit. Hold on. Pearson, is it up? Listen. To it. It's time for everyone's favorite game. I like this. Did he play with Jeff Fiegels? I don't have a great memory. 22 NFL seasons. <laughs> wow. Hundreds of players. Fiegels with the eagle. Let's see who Jeff remembers. You can make a mockery of my memory. Here's your host. That was just so... John Schmelk. So we literally had a game because Fiegels has the worst memory of all time. And we would – no, I will not do that to you. (laughs) But I think it's just hilarious that we lose Jeff and we get another guy that that can't remember a damn thing. (laughs) 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 I'm going to have fun with this, people, and I'm very excited about it. For Jonathan Casillas, I am John Schmoke. Just a reminder, folks, uh, when the Giants come back home, they take on – we've been talking about a little bit today – the Baltimore Ravens Uh, on October 16th. The team will celebrate Latino Heritage Month presented by Ford. Arrive early to partake in several plaza activations including food sampling, salsa dancing, live music, and celebrity artist DJ Camillo performing during pregame warm-ups and select times throughout the game. Limited tickets are available. Just visit Giants.com slash tickets to secure your seat today. So at that pregame show, Jonathan, can we get you to do some salsa dancing for us? You know I got the messed up leg. Oh, that's right? a good point. Yes, yeah, fair point. I'm just going to blame yeah, it on point. the leg. <laughs> <laughs> now what we should do, we, we should get the Tino to do some salsa dancing. Ooh, I like that. I don't know. The Tino game mode, game time to Tino. No, it's scary, right? <laughs> Bro, game mode, like him in game mode is a sight to see. Standing up on the booth, like everybody's sitting there. He's standing up. He's sweating, <laughs> running around the stadium. Like, man, I love it, though. Hey, I feed right off that energy. <laughs> God, he's the best. Oh, we're going to have so much fun with Jonathan all year. For Jonathan Casillas, I'm John Schmuck. We'll see you tomorrow. I'm off to London. I'll try to call in from overseas to Paul and Lance. They'll be hosting the show tomorrow at 1230 Eastern. Big Blue Kickoff Live. We'll see you then.